you and I know that knife education isn't really a topic that people often study, but we use knives every day. What do people struggle to cut and waste time on? What works to avoid the dull knife syndrome? How to stop buying knives over and over and over? How to remove the chance trips to the emergency room and instead cut as safely as possible? Join me on my journey to helping knife users who have lived and relied on their own personal experience and truly help them to tap into the knowledge of thousands, making that transition from knife guessing and struggling to knife experts. Now that you've had the deadly sins, you're hopefully motivated to learn about the commandments of an easy kitchen life. These are the 10 commandments of an easy kitchen life. We have joining us today again, Adam Jeffrey and Jeff Miser. And of course, their full line of history and knowledge involved from, again, Adam being a butcher's son and all of his experience involved with that. And Jess, a professional knife sharpener, uh, as well as his time in the kitchen. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that they've learned that they've done right over the years. And so that's kind of what we're going to start off with here. These 10 commandments live by these commandments, cook by these commandments, even post them in the kitchen. The Ten Commandments can be on your fridge, a convenient viewing spot. Adhere to these rules and your life in the kitchen will be easy. Let's start with the first commandment here. It is effectively cleaning the knives. So the first commandment is clean your knives effectively. And if you guys have anything on that you might want to add or start off with, I'd love to just kind of open up the the table on this one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, something I heard you say, Jason, is things that we've done right and you know there are things that we certainly do well I think you'd agree Adam yeah, but one thing I'll certainly say is I haven't always done things right and you know I remember one time I was cleaning one of my uh, serrated edge knives and you know first rule we're going to teach you when you're effectively cleaning your knives is you want to make sure you wash the knife with the blade not facing yourself right guys yeah otherwise <laughs> right. you'll cut yourself yeah so again you know making mistakes early on in my career I'm washing my knife um, and I just got a sponge, and of course, I'm making the mistake of having the blade facing myself. It rips through the sponge, and it rips through my forefinger as well, too. Um, gets deep cut, and unfortunately, I didn't have time to take the time to really fix it correctly and, you know, wrap it up well. I just threw a Band-Aid on there. I was actually already late to an appointment with a client of mine. Get to the customer's home, and again, guys, I'm the professional. I'm the knife sharpener. I'm the kitchen consultant. I start sharpening and servicing my clients' products, and lo and behold, what do we see fall on the table? (laughs) There's drops of blood all over my client's table. There's drops of blood on the floor. That's the worst. Um, Doesn't look very positive when the (laughs) professional at the kitchen table is bleeding when I'm trying to teach my clients how to avoid exactly what I'm doing. That's just a perfect (laughs) example of how, you know, you could do something a dozen times, Mm -hmm. two dozen times, whatever, but it's going to get you eventually. Exactly. Yeah. So, and you know what? My client, she looked at me, um, and (laughs) big eyed, scared, worried for me. And and she should have been, I was bleeding in her home and, you know, I don't blame her for the fact that she didn't clean it up. She made me clean it up and I I very well (laughs) deserved having to clean up that that day. But people learn from my mistakes. Don't make, you know, don't make the choices that I made. And one tip we'll give you with effectively cleaning your knives among a few others is just make sure you always have the edge, not pointing towards yourself, pointing away from your body, pointing away from your hands, and yes. paying attention to that edge as well, too. Definitely pay attention to the edge. Uh, make sure it's not overly foamy so you lose track of it, too, because that's another thing happened Ooh, to me. the was, water? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, 
Just got a two Sudley and uh, the Loch Ness slipped. knife. Yeah. <laughs> and next thing you know, the knife slipped out of the one hand and straight through the other hand, and uh, I had to go to the ER and got stitches. So definitely did not have a fun not time a good there. Time. I was actually in the. Uh, they had me in the room, and uh, literally, giant saline bottle versus my hand, which I could see literally the bone. That's how deep the knife knife cut was. But I was really just screaming like a little girl. Ouch. It was kind of embarrassing, but uh, I actually misunderstood what you said. So you're, yeah, you're talking about being soapy and sli- like slippery. And yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, never get it too. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Too soapy. Yeah, and that Pretty also dangerous. just jogged my memory. And like I've heard so many times where clients have actually had like their knives in this big pool of water with soap. Mm, yeah. So it's too soapy yeah, exactly. so you can't see yeah, it. That's where that. I was talking about the Loch Ness knife. Because <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. all of a sudden, next thing you know, you reach in there and try and grab a knife and you just cut the heck out of your hand, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially when it's sharp. So um, another thing it's kind of interesting, I kind of, on this topic with cleaning the knives is just cleaning it right away. Yes, um, right. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely. and it's just key because what happens with a lot of knives is if you leave something acidic on the knife, I mean, there's so many reasons to clean it right away. If you guys have any other ideas as to why it's smart to do this. But the first thing I, I, it comes to mind, I think most people don't consider is they'll leave something acidic on the knife. It sits there for eight, 10, 12 or overnight, how many hours it might be. And then what happens Rusty. is, yes, it gets a little <laughs> film and so, depending upon what type of metal the knife has, it can actually pit the knife with super high quality uh, steel. And if it has a high grade surgical seal with the carbon in it, it can still prevent that from happening. Just create like this film and you can almost scrape it off with your fingernail or use barkeeper's friend, but, and then it's shiny underneath still, but just depends on what type of knives. And sometimes it can actually pit the knife and you just don't Mm want to have that happen with your high quality handcrafted tools. So Jason, we've talked about so far what not to do. Could we give our listeners a few tips on how they should effectively clean their knives? You know, one thing I think of is certain knives are dishwasher safe, right? Mm -hmm. You know, certain are not. And so you need to know, know what kind of knives you have and if they're dishwasher safe. And if they are, you know, one thing I always remind my clients is if you're gonna put them in the dishwasher, put your straight edge knives in the top rack of your dishwasher. A lot of modern dishwashers nowadays, they have a knife rack specifically for their kitchen utensils. Make sure you're utilizing that because it will make a world of difference. One, it's going to effectively clean the knives. And two, and this is another command that we'll bring up later, but it will keep the knives sharper longer because they're not going to bang around against the other utensils you have in your dishwasher. So true. The thing that's going to damage the knives the most is really just other knives and banging mm-hmm. against ceramics and things that are very hard versus, you know, the, the steel is not going to get damaged on the peel of an apple, right? And so <laughs> no. the, people don't understand how their knives get dull. And well, it's these little things like you're mentioning, Jess, that are big. Anything else on that you can think of? You know, another thing I think of is, you know, again, knowing besides knowing what kind of knives you have is, but also just being strategic when you are putting them in the dishwasher. We have the top rack option, but also you have your fork and spoon spot as well, too. You can put some of your serrated and your steak knives down there, but you just want to make sure, you know, you're not putting them in a position where someone who later is going to unload that dishwasher Mm -hmm. could end up getting hurt, right? Yes. Totally. Putting them face down into the rack that's down below versus having the knife sticking straight up. It may seem just easy and convenient to leave them up or you might just happen to do it and be like, I'm not going to worry about it. It's just one of those things. One out of a hundred, one out of a however many it is, it's just just not a good habit to have. All it takes is one, right? All it takes is one. (laughs) And then with the knives, you just, I mean, going to the, I can't imagine, Adam, just you can see your bone. I don't know if that's something you really just want to take a risk on. Uh, It's like, you know, it's probably more odds, odds of it happening 
happening than your danger of putting your seatbelt on or not or something like that, really. Mm-hmm. You think about it. But falling through and melting the handle and damaging your knives that way has happened a lot with clients before, too. So when you're putting them, like you said, um, just in the top rack where it's actually designed for the knives to go in versus on the bottom or somewhere where the knife could fall through and melt through the mm-hmm. element um, is also a thing. But dishwasher or not, half my clients that have knives that are dishwasher safe, there's only a handful of knife companies even make that. Uh, but they basically those half, they'll put their knives in the dishwasher, but the other half still won't even put them in, even if they have dishwasher safe knives. And my wife, Candice, she doesn't want to put our knives in the dishwasher. She thinks it dulls them. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we do put our little table steak knives down at <laughs> yeah, the bottom yeah. there. And, you know, that's just one thing we'll kind of cheat on when it comes to that as well. Um, so uh, if you guys have anything else to, to think of, great. Um, I've got a couple final things to wrap up here with as well. Uh, never leave a dirty knife unattended. And this is just the thing where people could, it's sitting on the counter, it's sitting somewhere, you know, it could be the Loch Ness in the, in the soap there, <laughs> whatever it is, right? But it's just dangerous to have these knives out. The knives need to go into the block, into the, onto the, um, you know, me, the, um, you know, magnetic strip that you've got, yeah. or it's going to go into the tray, wherever it needs to be that it's supposed to be where it's safer. Uh, another thing you, you want to look for is just one last little tip here is just try to find knives that have a mirror finish on them. These are knives that require a really powerful buffing system um, or, or design a machine that can create what you literally look at the knife on the side and you can see yourself in it. Not just so that you can check your, your teeth or whatever before you go in for Thanksgiving uh, you know, yep. to the, the main room. Got to make sure you you're looking your, good. Right. You had a little couple bites of turkey. You got to just check yourself out. Uh, but no, it's more, the, more so the fact that food simply just doesn't stick to the knife nearly as easily because it's such a smooth uh, finish on the blade. So you can wipe these knives off and clean them in a matter of seconds and be able to put them back away knowing that they're clean. So just something to check out for and you can always look into that information and find more about it and like how to what nut types of knives to buy. If that's something that really hits home for you, you can get access to that information uh, as we have that available as well. But that kind of wraps up this first commandment here. We look forward to connecting with you guys on the second commandment and of the 10 commandments of knife use in the kitchen. Thank you for joining today. If this episode did help you, then be sure to share it with someone else that you know will need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. That's what I'm doing with the podcast. Sharing with others spreads the knowledge. Appreciate you sharing and have a nice day.